Hey there. Welcome to the Paper Pencil Podcast. I am Swarnavo, the host of this show, and I really hope you have subscribed uh, to this podcast and enjoying the episodes so far. And uh, if you've been telling your friends and others about this podcast, thank you. It really means a lot. So I'm quite excited for today's episode because today we will talk a bit about character illustration. Coming up with new characters is something I really enjoy. And over the last few years, my characters have slowly started looking Indian. Well, uh, that may be because of the huge environmental influence that I have on my style. Uh, and today's guest is someone who also does that really, really well. Dejeshwini is a freelance illustrator from Chennai, India, and I absolutely love her characters, the Indianness of them. She has been featured on the media and has illustrated a few children's books as well, right? So today we will talk about her journey and more specifically about her style when it comes to creating these characters. So Dejeshwini, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for that introduction. It was so lovely. Thank you. Thank you so much. For, uh, thank you so much for making our time for this. Now, I know uh, Dejeshwini has told me earlier as well that uh, she's a woman of few of a few words, right? So Dejeshwini, I don't think so, is a very talkative person. Am I correct, Dejeshwini, on that? Yeah, I'm an introvert. Actually, I don't talk much um, uh, voluntarily going and talking to people. I'm not that kind of a person. Mm-hmm. Being, being an introvert and becoming an artist, a freelancer, I might not be a good combination, though. <laughs> we will talk because, about this. We will talk about this for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, actually, I'm trying to um, break that shell. And mm-hmm. at least I'm pre- I'm pretending to be an introvert. That is my current stand now. Okay. So, uh, so you're pretending to be an introvert or an extrovert? Oh, extrovert. Sorry. Ah, right. 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 Extrovert. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense that makes sense so you know what we will definitely talk about this and uh, this introversion and, and given the fact that uh, you are talking to an absolute extrovert today i am guessing like this is the, the dynamics of this episode will be really interesting to see because like i am an absolute like i'm on the other side of the spectrum completely but uh anyhow mm-hmm. so this show is not about me it's about you rather and more specifically about the characters that you make right so uh, mm-hmm. Shini, uh let, let's begin so i know you're from chennai i know as as you said, you uh, don't don't like to really voluntarily speak much, and that's something you're trying to overcome in a way. So uh, you know what? Let, let's start off with your journey. Let's begin with uh, where it all started. So can you take us through your journey? Where did you first pick up the pencil, and this whole thing started? Just like every other artist, I started when uh, I started drawing when I was very little mm-hmm. in my childhood mm-hmm. uh, during the kindergarten. I guess I actually remember my first doodles as well. Oh. Because I've been doing, I've drawing the doodles for almost several months. And uh-huh. that doodle is nothing about eggs. eggs. Just eggs. eggs. Okay. okay. And, and also Circles. the fact that we are, uh, uh, we are recording this on Easter, that, that kind of makes it even uh, yes. coincidentally better, right? Yes, yes. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yep. Yeah. Okay. okay yeah. yeah. So I, I draw these different sized eggs and I color them. I don't use pencil, just pen. I, I, I like, it felt very satisfying to draw a circle and coloring them. I don't know why, but that was so interesting. That fascinated me a lot. And mm. my people in my people in my family, they started to assume that this girl is going to be an artist someday. So the assumption is already made. After uh, so many years passed in school, people asked me, how you're drawing so well? Are you going to... Uh, classes, do, art classes, mm-hmm. you're drawing well. I say, no, I don't go to any uh, art classes. Whatever mm-hmm. I'm doing is is from my own interest. I learned them. But I also have this uh, idea of when I was little, that that's not the age uh, to think more um, wisely, though. So mm-hmm. I thought, you know, art, whenever people say, how are you drawing this cute, very nice and i would say that you know what art classes are something for people who are not good in art or trying oh, to improve nice. art okay i I'm like uh, uh, i say to them art is something that should flow in you mm-hmm. it should come from nature kind of very fantasy 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 kind of you know that sounded very stupid for me now <laughs> it doesn't work like that it doesn't work like that or art classes get a mentor train well so that um, get the basics right 
and mm. then everything these are the things that i realized after uh, so many years after uh, getting a real career in art mm-hmm. i realized this stuff so that's the one so is any beginner artist is listening to this please enroll yourself in courses don't uh, do something like what i did like <laughs> art will not come for for everyone you have to sharpen it every day it's a skill at the end of the day right so uh, while what may come from inside you within you is the idea but how you will mm-hmm. execute that idea and how execute. well you can execute it i think comes from uh, learning of course and going to classes and and getting a mentor as you said mm-hmm. perfect okay and then what happened and then i happened to uh, enroll like participate petitions i i went um, and i i backed prizes in that competition that just gave me a lot of confidence though right. okay i am a good uh, i'm doing good art this means people are validating my art and um, so i'm really having some skill mm-hmm. so at that point of time when i was in 7th grade or 8th grade i i never had an idea of making this as a career or so no this is that that wasn't the idea i just want to draw mm-hmm. and um, moreover we didn't had the mobile phones or internet or google we were so remote i tend to draw lots of traditional art digital digital art world is is an unexplored door for me mm-hmm. till then and that's the time came 12th standard you know after 12th standard you have to enroll yourself in college to do a higher studies professional mm-hmm. courses during 12th standard um my my teacher she uh, made me to she introduced me to a, a, a artist mm-hmm. she is she was doing bachelor's in fine arts that's mm-hmm. the first time i met an artist and had an interact nice that's the first time just getting into her room the, the paintings were all over the walls i felt so so inspired and i wanted to do bachelor's in fine arts oh wow that's the first inspiration. she also saw some of my drawings the Uh, and she said you are already eligible to take up this course she said and right. that was that gave me a very big confidence okay i'm going to do bfa bachelor's mm-hmm. in fine arts and then uh, after few months she um, informed uh, me that this might not you can do it but this might not be uh, at affordable cost you mm-hmm. know the studies is not that affordable because uh, they teach traditional art you have to buy big huge canvases right the material oil paints yeah it 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 costs so much i actually know um i actually know this before i thought it may be possible for me to study that but after that i don't think that that's a wise choice to make so but after 12th standard uh, as a narrow down the choices either i have to take bcom or uh, going or enrolling myself into bfa mm-hmm. to take up that course that's a professional course though so as a decision made that i am not going to do bfa mm-hmm. i took bcom because i had good marks though right after getting myself into this course bcom bachelor's in commerce i felt very guilty because the artist in me was screaming every day oh no every time i go every time i go to college this is what i think i shouldn't be here i am an artist what am i doing in commerce class this is unfair right i don't i don't share this stuff to anyone i just have this to myself mm-hmm. as a little girl i always imagine how would it be to go to college art college and opening a book which is full of colorful concepts of art and paintings of the great artists right how would it be rather than opening the book and there is max and numbers everywhere <laughs> the absolute opposite oh god right that's how i felt that's how i felt when i was in commerce mm-hmm. and the uh, days passed uh, as i said it was very guilty i should nurture myself i have to get the knowledge the thirst was there mm-hmm. to learn to learn art it could be any small course it's okay i am ready to do it and after i i, I was searching to google what's the way how to what's all the courses that's available to do part time there are some courses though um i'm i'm in college now but it's okay i can also do another course side by side mm-hmm. because college it is for half a day right after 1 o'clock we don't have anything to do so i can do in any other art courses too so i was searching for that and that uh, and uh, institution was there there was a institution who's providing this digital art education mhm which is they teach us 
uh, VFX, all the all the professional programs like from Photoshop to Illustrator to Maya, um, Maya ZBrush. There are uh, post like Roto artists, VFX artists, animation artists. Mm -hmm. There was there. Uh, uh, the opportunities were there. Okay, there are so much opportunities are there. That's the first time I came to know that art industry. There are so much of uh, jobs available. Right. Till then, art industry was like a um, mystery box to me. Right. I don't have any person to guide me in art. Right. Uh, in art industry, it was a mystery box. I'm so scared of it. The artist in me wants to learn something. At least I give that to her. I till then I wasn't um, ready for the taking art as a career. Before that, uh, so I, I I would like to nurture myself. Right. right. To learn. Right. right that course as i said that in that institute it was it was so lovely to see them because there was uh, they also give placements to the to their candidates as well oh. after the completion of course there will be placement you get placed in a big animation houses graphic houses they, that they work for like that Okay, fine. So, uh, so there's a question here. How was your parents' reaction at this point of time? Because that is also a very interesting thing to know because uh, you are going for, let's say, this commerce course in the, in the daytime and you also have these dreams of, let's say, doing the art thing as well. So uh, what was your parents' side? Before we continue with the story, I would like to kind of know the parents' reaction here, family's uh, reaction here. About my parents' reaction to this. Well, before uh, the BCom course, I took, uh, having known about that, they are also uh, uh, um, not sure about how this art industry is going to be, whether I'm going to get a good job in that, whether I could make it. No, even I was not confident about that. Mm -hmm. As I said, it is it's still reminds a mystery box. So I was scared. I wasn't um, ready to take the risk. Uh, so that's why I took BCom in first mm -hmm. place just to make sure that I at least have a degree with that I can search for a job and get a job right if art doesn't work out right, right? A like B. a backup correct backup uh, the graphics or VFX is my passion I was thinking no I wanted to draw I don't mm -hmm. want to do graphics or graphic designing or logo designing right the the, the, the thing that they teach is very much different than what I want to do Right. So you, I, I so would it be, be correct uh, if I say that you were more about the pencil while they were trying to take you towards a mouse, like drawing with a pencil versus course, drawing with right. a mouse, right? Yes. That, that's the big difference. Yeah. I, I absolutely know what you're saying. Okay, please continue. As I was from a traditional background, uh, from right. art, taking, uh, uh, that's a very big step. Right. Directly getting plunged into digital art. And that's not even digital art. It is graphic designing kind of course right uh and then and the price for the course was also a big uh it was biggie mm -hmm. it was it is like you have to take an education loan to afford that course oh that's a, another con that i would say right because how can i go how can i work with after completing the course i don't know whether i get a job in art and how can i work with a big huge debt on my head how can I be more creative? Mm -hmm. You know, that's very young age for me to think about financials. Correct. Absolutely. So uh, that's the second risk I completely neglected to take. Taking a education loan. And also, there are people who are taking education loan and um, they are paying off the debt very, very efficiently. I guess mm -hmm. that's a very big salute to those guys. Mm, of I must course. say. I'm not that brave because for art, uh, for artists, the mental health should be very good. You have to be very much efficient. Right. Um, stressful stress doesn't produce much art, according to me. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I, I didn't took up that course. So after complete, after during the third year of my commerce, BCom, that's a final year. And I accidentally happened to land in a library. Okay. I never visit libraries. Okay. So, uh, so there was a rack, which is, the rack was so colorful. And I was seeing the opposite traffic was so desaturated. Okay. The opposite, <laughs> I love the word that you use, desaturated. That's such an artist word to use. <laughs> yes. Now I know why that 
that rack was so attractive because right. it was filled with children's books lovely okay this is yeah, turning out to be a pixar own. movie this is totally turning out to be a pixar movie i can i can totally yeah. imagine a dark library with that one shelf with a light on top of it and you are probably yeah, standing yeah, there very dramatic time. yes yes okay then what happened that attracted me and i took a book uh, written by roald dahl you know roald dahl yes of course of course i have his entire collection ah yes uh, i took his the, the book was matilda i took that book and i read i it, i really loved it i really loved it actually after uh, reading the book side by side i could see some sketchy illustration here and there with watercolor effects it was really nice it was so soothing it just blend the, the illustration was so such a good blend right. with the story i really liked it after reading that um i again i was saying who who wrote it and what's the story it's all about the blurb we say right right the in the last right. i was back cover correct yeah i checking all those and then i came to know that this book was written by roald dahl illustrated by quentin blake yes wow he is my first inspiration nice nice so quentin blake was your first right so i i absolutely yeah. agree see one of the things i love about quentin blake's illustration style is it is so whimsical as in it's not it, yeah. it, it's very whimsical mm. it's very fantastical it's not real of course it does not look realistic he just wants to make it so much fun and mm. colorful and dreamy god knows they it's 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 absolutely whimsical okay so then what happened so quentin blake came into your life ah uh, that's the okay then i really had a very clear focus about what i want to do that is children's book illustration after that i happened to know that children's book illustration is a profession right that people do so why wouldn't i take that before that i wasn't focused about what uh, i'm going to do whether i'm going to be a, a graphic artist or a, or a um, logo designer no I, that was the, the ideas were so scattered right i Just couldn't see one thing that that has a spark in it that's the first time i i, I know I, i came to know that okay children's book illustration is something that that may suit me because i i tend to draw lots of cartoons those times the creative cartoons if someone say a concept i can think of very vividly yet i cannot draw but i can think of right how could it be the imagination was there right i couldn't uh, i didn't have that much knowledge to put it on paper but uh, i had that uh, knack of visualizing So Lovely. okay I'm going to be a children's book whenever people going to ask me what you're going to do as an artist I will say I'll be a children's book illustrator uh, after after completing commerce my friends they were landed in a job some to post graduation courses but I was idle idle at home and whenever people ask me what you what you're doing well I am searching for job I'm going to be a freelancer without right. knowing what is freelancing that's a nightmare of time for me because the start is always tough isn't it mm-hmm. it's very tough to start but once you started and you grasp the route of where you're traveling then the process becomes very easy mm-hmm. so uh, i started to um, search for uh, children's book illustrator jobs in chennai i applied for few companies after that after a month i guess i got um i got call back from a company a publishing house and that's the first job i got i was very oh. happy my first job was illustrating children's book i don't know how many people can get this opportunity oh, wow. i felt very lucky i felt very lucky that's my first job i'm i'm glad that you did not see i'll tell i'll tell you this so it felt really uh, i could feel the pain when you said that the day you walked into that commerce college uh, the artist inside you was crying out loud right like okay what is happening why mm-hmm. am i here but i'm glad that you probably did not have to find yourself in a 9 to 5 sort of a job where you are doing mm-hmm. everything yeah. which is opposite to yeah. art and uh, i i can totally imagine it would have been so difficult for you but yeah lovely yeah the first job itself very good very good i know it's too late but congratulations thank you so much after after getting that first you know 
being a, uh, actually, I didn't have much of knowledge about the industry. It was still a mystery box. When I stepped in, it's okay. I didn't took two risks that I should have, I should have taken I before, right? Now I take that risk. It's all right. If I'm not going to fight for my passion, who would? Uh, of course. That uh, was the first question. So, yeah, uh, it's okay. It's, take, it's okay to take risk. And what is the one thing that I would like to say here is if you are about to take career risk, please make sure that you have any kind of backup. Mm-hmm. The backup I had was my family. They were there to take care of me until I... I'm in stable, I get stable in my career. Right. So it was there. If I, I don't think lots of people get this kind of environment. If you don't get, please uh, get a day job. Right. That's Absolutely. the first thing you should do. Absolutely. After, after getting, after um, getting stable in your career, you can handle your own financials. Then you, if you prefer, you can take up an art course. I mean, art career. So that's how um, people who don't have this kind of a convenient backup, they can do that. I'm so lucky and I'm so grateful to have that this kind of environment which supported me. I feel very gif- grateful for that. Absolutely. So, but they usually tell me this. So if it's uh, okay to answer this, uh, you've been doing this for a while, right? So if, uh, how many years have you been freelancing for now? Two years. Two years, okay. And uh, in these two years, uh, if it's okay answering this, uh, do you think you have you are now at a position where you can probably call yourself, let's say, financially slightly independent on your own because of the artwork that you do? Have you reached uh, a place like that where you are probably kind of happy with the way things are going? I'm very happy of the things uh, the things where it's going because I think my incomes are slightly stable which i can independently if i am independent i think i can take care of the expenses right, right. that makes sense that makes sense so uh, the reason i asked you this question is because a lot of uh, let's say younger artists who also probably have this dream right that okay i also want to do this i want to do freelancing completely and i want to take the jump and that uh, i think one of the biggest pressures that people would have is okay by when will i be able to kind of get into that financially independent sort of a stage where I can handle things. And uh, it's great to see that in two years, you've actually reached a pretty good place, right? So that that's pretty good. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and I know you, uh, so what are the kind of works that you do now? So as a freelancer, I know that you have some three, four books under your name. Uh, what else do you do? What are the kind of projects that you kind of are regularly commissioned for? Well, uh, I did for, I did illustrations for calendars, two calendars. One is for, a company called Wearback. They create vac- vaccines for uh, um, cats, dogs, and th- that company commissioned me. And I, that project was so cute and so warm. Well, what they liked in my art is that the warmth in the in the art in my illustrations. People say that a lot. There is there is a glow, a warmth that I get yes, from your the art. The glow is the absolutely That's, correct word. Yep. Yeah, they liked it. They liked it a lot. I did an illustration of Phoebe uh, singing um, Smelly Cat. Yeah, I can see that. It's That's all the illustration. Yeah. Yes, they, they were so impressed with that. And they want illustration, something like that. Okay, that's that's something my strength. Okay, fine. I took that job. And uh, I'm now I'm doing a few children's books. So that's the, that's the projects I work on. Okay, and uh, if I may ask, uh, uh, how, how do you price your work? So how do you go about pricing? So any tips on that? Well, pricing, it totally depends on how much time you take to complete a project and the devices you use, resources you use to, to uh, get the illustration done. Um, based on that, I will provide a quote to my clients. Okay, okay. So it's still, uh, it's still uh, I'm still... St- uh, struggling to get the correct way of pricing it is still there but I'm, I'm learning every day though. believe me everybody's struggling i'm pretty sure internally everybody is struggling with that question so uh, i know you said quentin blake was one of the first inspirations that you had right mm-hmm. uh, after that anybody else that you kind of can think about when it comes to your yes i i i have to speak about this person uh, this person is, uh, I know that 
to that person from i know that artist from instagram on 2019 inktober his uh, id is tonigal mastibuxus what i really liked about his art is uh, for every prompt uh, for during the inktober we get prompts right to draw on that particular day for every prompt he draws illustration that that is so narrative it is self explanatory that also tells you a story which is so inspiring i i i learned that from him whenever you create a illustration it should not just be static it should tell a story to you it should mean something it should give a message to people who are seeing it makes it very relatable that's that's Isn't a it? that's a very good point that's actually a very good point yep so uh, okay but tell me this one question that immediately comes to my mind here rajeshwini is so how do you do it so uh, let's say when you are creating an illustration how do you also put in a story behind it or a message behind it like this again this is for the younger audience uh, how do they do it the simple way to tell to provide illustration illustration that tells a story is to think simply of a story uh, for example thinking about a story and i i immediately, I immediately i snap that the particular scene of the story i am thinking of and i i straightly draw that that's okay. how let's uh, do, let's do uh, let's do a quick challenge okay i'm going to give you a prompt okay i'll give you one prompt sure. and uh, tell me what is the first scene that comes to your mind so the prompt hmm. is um lock l o c k lock okay the one thing that i can think of is in paris i guess people uh, use nice. the lock nice lock to Right? The promises. You get it? The, the promises. I think it's on a bridge yes, or somewhere yes. or somewhere they kind of. Uh, I think it's in multiple places. Okay, that that's a very cool one. Yeah, that's a very yes. cool one. Yeah, yeah. I'm also getting a good idea. Here, the couple aren't humans. One is a little boy and a puppy. Okay. So okay. that's how I will. That's how I will present my illustration for the prompt lock. Perfect. That 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 actually that actually is really cool. Okay. See now that that's very interesting. Uh, because a lot of people when I tell them lock, probably they'll just think of a lock. That's it. Like an illustration or an image of a lock. That's it. But the fact that you kind of went to a different angle completely is where I see uh the the personal creative touch coming in. And yeah, the story absolutely makes sense over there. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you, Dejshuni. Okay. Actually, I learned that from that person herself, uh, at the Tony Girl that I said. Okay. I learned that from him. Uh, for the i think uh, previous year for the prompt fish i i was imagining okay tomorrow the prompt is fish what he would come up with what illustration tony would come up with i was thinking okay he would come up with a fish in sweaters or fish uh, in a fish pot playing with playing with ball like how dolphins play balls with you know the trainers right right you seen it? right yeah okay. that's what that's how he's going to come up with i was thinking about that but the way he presented the prompt was so so inspiring you know what instead of instead of a dog his illustration was this instead of a dog a little boy is taking a fish for a walk oh nice nice that's so cool See, how is it is it is such a fantasy kind of idea though right. there is no logic in it there is no logic in it it is a fantasy yet it is inspiring that's the new branch that i grow in my head of think tank okay you don't have to be logical always you can also think about fantasy stuff people are there to relate to it it is cute isn't it how can you take a fish that's to a true. walk and that boy is taking that that's i was so, like i was speechless so that's so true you know this this actually reminds me uh, a couple of years ago i was uh, reading about this one practice that a lot of people do okay and now this is a practice for creativity right to enhance or improve your creativity uh, what a lot of people do is let's say i give you a prompt or an idea right so uh, let's say example lock like the prompt that we used right now so what people would do is they take a notepad and then they'll write down all the ideas that come to their mind when they think of a lock okay yeah now the mm. idea is you have to write at least uh, eight or nine of those ideas and what would happen is and, and i've actually tried it with multiple people uh, the initial few ideas you will see are very 
let's call it boring okay boring as in they are very usual the regular the normal ideas like so when i say fish people would write let's say a fish or an aquarium and then a shark and so on and so forth but the more you go towards that 8th 9th 10th 11th 12th idea mm-hmm. by then all the usual and the regular boring ideas are kind of exhausted you don't have them anymore and that's where you start pushing the boundaries and that's where you really start thinking out of the box and you are thinking of these fantastical uh, ideas right so let's say when you think of a lock probably you'll go from a normal lock and key photo or an illustration to something which is absolutely different and tells a story and it's it's absolutely beautiful so that's something which a lot of people do they take these prompts they write all the ideas that come to their mind and then they write a few more and then towards the end of the list you see all the good the imaginative ideas coming in over there right the creative ideas coming in over there so that's that's uh, something which i uh, read that a lot of people do and i also have tried it it kind of works it it's it's fun at least for me yeah i get it because the first five or six of the ideas that you've written is a warm up to your brain that's true that's true the next one the next ideas are something interesting maybe that's true sometimes i don't get uh, during the time of 100 days of sketching i i was handling two projects already and taking up this challenge was so exhausting at very first time it was very exhausting i never drew for 100 days i produced one artwork per month before i starting the career as freelancing that's how my habits in drawing were i don't draw a lot Oh okay you know the 100 days of sketching is something that i felt something new in me new in my art it also helped me to find my style actually okay okay that's a very good thing to take up so so i think i think this is a good uh, point to probably segue to this so you mentioned about your style um, so how did you come across your style or how did you develop your style was it conscious how did that come up well uh, at starting a uh, starting my Uh, starting digital art um i was so keen in finding out the style because i want to stand out of the crowd so style is Correct. what makes you to do that Correct. shows you very unique and i spent lots of time on that and it is all in vain never consciously search for style it never works that's the one lesson i i i learned Uh, during uh, so after uh, I, i stopped finding my style and focusing on basics i started drawing um i uh, started drawing i practiced a lot and what i um differently what i differently did was i took some of the uh, elements from other artists for as we as we named quentin before i i like his uh, this wobbly lines that he uses mm-hmm. for inking Mm-hmm. I took that. I took that from him. I incorporated in my illustrations. It will be the illust the, the lines will be very wobbly. His color of line will be black. It it will be black ink. Mm-hmm. But I used red ink. You know who inspired me? Red ink. Schmodros. Yeah, I I do see that She, most of your illustrations have a red outline. You you yeah. Now I know yes. that. Yes. Yes. That I I took that from her. because her illustrations are so warm if you uh, and i also notice using red lines either in inking or sketching it blends well with the skin tone ah correct and uh, it goes well with warm colors so okay i'll take that i took that and i used red ink instead black so i tend to take uh, whatever i'm in, i get inspired from artists i take that and i use it in my illustration so a new form of style formed people said i really like your style oh my god i have a style that's nice. a revelation nice nice very good so you you kind of borrowing from everybody a little bit of your a little bit of there and then finally it was your yeah. own thing together that's 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 beautiful okay so uh, tell me this uh, since i i really wanted to get into your characters okay so uh, shall we talk a little bit about your character design and how do you do that sure right so so yeah, sure. how do you decide to so let's say okay so let's talk about your logo or let's say your profile that is there or even on your website i see this uh, cute uh, illustration or an illustrated head of a girl and uh, now that i see you uh, I, i know for a fact that that girl is some water reflection of you right uh, yes, so yeah. uh, tell me this so how did you come across or how did you come up with that uh, or what are the uh, things that you think about 
when you are making a new character so how do you plan a character well uh a default option is cuteness okay for me <laughs> the character has to be cute that's the default tag which will i don't re- remove it unless it is a villain character okay why can't villain be cute i i guess villain ca- can also be cute i i know that but it's optional for villains let's have that <laughs> cuteness can be an option for villains okay okay um while drawing that logo actually i'm not good in designing logos but it is going to uh, for it is the logos is for me so i can draw anything i want right so uh, i drew a head a girl a girl's head and something reflects my features mm-hmm. yeah that's it it's, it's a very it's a very simple though it is there is not much of um too much work i did for the logo but when but looking at the illustrations that i did before it might have some complexities okay in character right. uh as you said it will be very indian kind of look right starting starting digital art starting starting to look out for my audience i i never felt that uh, um drawing indian characters was my thing i drew girls with floppy hats british kind of mm-hmm. style or foreign look but no why would i go that far when i have people of my kind well they can support me they can back me when i can draw or when i draw indian type of illustrations mm-hmm. and that's easy as well so okay i'll draw for my my people for my audience i drew indian style characters a lot and that was uh, after that it was so relatable and i got very good reach for it and and when you're drawing let's say uh, a regular head okay you're drawing a character the the face the head right uh, uh, can you tell us how do you start off like do you start off with a basic or let's say a round shape or something or do you actually have a different style of doing that what is the process like like every other artist do i draw as a sphere first and then i uh, give uh, the center line for the sphere mm-hmm. dissection of the sphere mm-hmm. it's a skeleton isn't it right the skeleton of the illustration i draw that first and i add up eyes features the rest of the features that uh, that hair and the body the the dresses and everything i add up in the end <clears throat> in the end Mm-hmm. first i i lay out the, the the fundamentals on the paper then only i built the characters over it so do you start from paper and then go digital or directly on the ipad i directly digital blank okay. canvas okay and and what are the tools that you use procreate okay so apple pencil right the 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 trinity the procreate apple pencil and apple ipad perfect okay cool so that 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 makes sense so um Let's now come back to where we had started off our conversation. Okay, so we started off our conversation mm. on the fact that uh, you find yourself to be more, let's say, introverted in nature and also freelancing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I would imagine that as a freelancer, where you really have to go out and fend for yourself and get work and get commissions and get into these conversations, brainstorming. Uh, I do see that there is a lot of communication or conversation or let's say interaction going there right so uh, how has that kind of worked out in your uh, journey like the fact that you consider yourself to be an introvert and also uh, you are in a freelancing sort of a journey so how does that work out well when it comes to work i'm definitely so sure that i have to explain how i work to my clients and what the project is all about what all the complexity complexities there in the problems that i have to face i will say everything that i i can because i'm not an introvert on that part uh, when it comes to work <laughs> okay i'm Good. not an introvert in that part but the introversy strikes when the pricing comes oh that's okay. where i feel so shy or um, i hesitate a lot but i'm trying to get over that okay and is is there is there something that you're trying to so I'll, i'll tell you where it is coming from uh, i am pretty sure that a bunch of the listeners listening to this episode uh, probably also relate themselves to more of an extro uh, sorry or more to an introvert right and uh, introversion and, and and 
maybe they're also trying to get into this whole freelancing business or at least take art professionally in some way or the other and uh, they're probably also thinking of it so are there any tips that you would give to let's say an introverted artist who's listening to this and probably is going through a similar thing of let's say uh, feeling a little shy when asking for the price or uh, let's say kind of going down uh, do you also this tell me this do you also have this battle in your head when you are sharing a quote with the client uh, do you also have the battle in your head where you feel should i charge a little less is this a little too much or should i charge more so or does that happen in your head i see you smiling it happens every time <laughs> and and what do you do so how do you counter that uh, any anything that i try to convince myself i try to convince myself it's okay you are doing a great job it's okay it's okay to charge that um you know sometimes i have to go with the price that is available in the market isn't it there's a standard market for illustrations too at least uh, so i can say see, in, in market the illustration price is this so that's what you are charging i convince myself like that or sometimes um the project itself would be very complex to work on mm-hmm. so it's fair to charge it no problem in right. that correct has this so, ever happened to you where let's say you decide on a price and you are kind of okay with the price in your head and when the project starts you realize that it's taking a lot more time lot more effort too many yeah. changes Uh, do you mm. kind of curse yourself at that time? Because I do that a lot. Like when I let's say have decided on a price, and later on I realize, oh shit, the changes are way too many. I think that's where I feel yeah. like I should have charged more. Does that happen to you? It happens. That's that's the lessons that we have to learn. Uh, I it's okay to happen once, but please, I just make sure that don't commit this mistake ever again. that's what the advice i would give myself yes it feels um, a bit stressed to work for a little money and the revisions are more mm-hmm. i get it but yeah the, the project started and you you can't you're in halfway you cannot quit from it please it's okay fine you have to uh make make a uh, complete this project and this is a lesson take this as a lesson i convince myself nice so it's it's more but i just make sure that I just make sure that this never happens again. Oh. I actually that's where the um, that's where I break the shell of being introvert and I ask the client as with the um, lesson that I learned from past I put that again I I put that lesson into use and ask the client whether there will be a lot of revisions in future or what how what art knowledge the client already has. because some client who don't have much of uh, art knowledge or how this illustration gets done they may, they may be confused in the midway so the revisions gets right there will be lots lot of number of uh, revisions so i tend to know these kind of stuff from them and then um i i may decide how how much to charge okay. or even to take up the project makes sense makes sense so uh, uh, something that comes to my mind is uh, what has been your favorite project so far something that you worked on the favorite project that calendar the two both calendars were my favorite the one for the pets mhm those that, that and um, uh, little indian gods that's another calendar that i i did okay. baby indian gods oh i i love did you see that I I don't think I, I think I've missed that, but uh, I'm guessing they would be. Uh, so are they on your Instagram first of all? Yes, they are. Okay, so again for the listeners, as always, <laughs> uh, her Instagram link would be on the show notes, so you can of course go and check. And yeah, I'll check it as well. So I'm imagining, let's say, little uh, the childhood version of gods, and I'm guessing in your style, it would mean that it's really really cute, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so how was that? Uh, so, was there some research that you had to do for this particular calendar illustrations, or uh, how did that process work out for you? Well, for the pet calendar, I have have to make. Uh, I have I researched a lot. I took lots of reference photos because I have to show lots of uh, many breeds of dogs and cats in that, and that breeds have to be Indian because it is for Indian audience. That calendar. so i'm i was i took i researched a lot but for the indian the the um gods. for the other calendar god's calendar i didn't have to take more of research because that's my thing 
Oh yeah, so so you kind of had these all around you since while you're growing up, right? So okay, makes sense. Yes. Okay. okay, so uh, perfect. So thank you, Dejeshini. Uh, I think I think we'll. It's it's a good time to probably take this towards the closure. Uh, it has been a good conversation with you so far. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this very honestly, and I'm sure the audience could also figure it out. I I, I saw Dejeshini open up in front of me. So from the point we started the conversation to now, I see you. And again, the uh, listeners won't be able to see it, but Dejeshini has been smiling and she's been very animated and excited. for the last let's say 20 minutes or so i i see you opening up believe me believe me sorry for interrupting but believe me this is the first time that i'm having a, a real art interaction with a professional artist for this uh this long you know okay. this is the first time okay i'm i'm glad i'm glad we could do this together thank you okay so uh taking this uh, forward so last three questions okay Th- three interesting questions that i have with which i kind of close it uh one question would be is there something or okay you know what i'll add another question so four more questions to go mm. first one is there something that you are scared of as an artist is there something that you are kind of like hope this does not happen as an artist well there are lots of lots of things that i'm scared about uh financial is the first thing Mm-hmm. that everybody would be scared about uh, but for a freelancer is very dif- a different one and um there is also fear that uh, about uh, what uh, what if i don't have clients hereafter what if my client list goes dry or what if i um, there's so many there's so many what if my skills doesn't suit for uh, for future projects you know i don't i don't know whether i get uh future projects uh, uh for that suits my current style now but what if i get a very good gig a very good project but i couldn't make it that's that's so disappointing isn't it mm-hmm. i may be overthinking but i'm scared of stuff like this no that, so, that does make sense yeah. uh, that does make sense come on mm-hmm. like somebody trusts you with uh, a project and then you are not able to uh, do your best and give your best i, I think mm-hmm. even for me that will be so like you said disappointing i'd be very disappointed with myself uh, okay okay that that's a good thought all right uh, the next question to you where are you going ahead with this as in what are your plans uh, with this freelancing career where do you want to go where do you want to see yourself i actually don't know i don't have the big goals like uh, like starting our own business and trying and selling the art stuff art prints over internet i i'm not I, i i'm not into that for now uh, that might be my future goal yeah i just i just want to draw art uh, i want to illustrate and that's my and that's what i'm as far it is right right so makes sense like just just go with the flow as of now but that's good yes. okay um the second last question which is uh, is there something that you dislike about the art world today i know you've been around for 2 years with your freelancing thing and mm-hmm. uh, i'm sure you have tasted quite a bit of uh, like you've you've experienced quite a bit in the last 2 years right uh, is there something that you dislike about the art world that you are in is something that you feel can change or should change we're asking art for free well if you are a beginner right. artist it's completely okay to work for free or for very less cost because that's how i started but um you cannot just go around and ask every other every artist to do for free or very low cost you shouldn't uh, people shouldn't ask that please can you do this art for uh, this less amount like they have already they're already um pleasing their own bit first mm-hmm. they aren't um hearing out for artists first how they feel how would they charge first right so valuing the it's FM. completely all right though i'm not blaming the people because they also they also might not know about how much effort that we put in for how much um price that we quote makes sense makes sense so the the way people look at and probably value art 
but yeah, I, and I and I hope it changes. And I, uh, to be very honest, uh, at least the while that I have been around, I have seen that it's changing. Okay, there are so I mm. I always say this. So for every two people who are not ready to pay you well for the art, there's always one person who's more than happy to pay you what you are expecting. So you you do have the different kind of crowds, and and I have been lucky yeah, yeah. to find quite a few of them, right? So that that's definitely there. Okay. Mm. And the last question, Dilishwini, why do you make art? Well, that's that is what driving me all these days. That's what I wanted to do in my childhood. I have lots of. I dreamt of how it's how it would be to draw every day, and nobody questions you. That's <laughs> the best thing. That would be best. I dreamt of that when I was little, and I'm living that dream now, and that makes me happy, and I'm satisfied with it. Okay. Okay. That that's that's a very that's a very good answer to that. Okay. Perfect. Before we close, anything that you like about? So I know you've been in Chennai for the whole of your life so far, right? Uh, what is that one thing that you absolutely love about Chennai? Oh, Chennai. There are people who are so knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. There's they are so brilliant, smart. I like that. Okay. Fine. You know, you can see lots of. lots of diverse people here and uh, chennai is always welcoming uh, and it is warm by nature okay okay that that's that's pretty good that's pretty good also i noticed so um, i'm sorry to bring this up now but like yeah we are like one hour into our conversation i noticed that the fan is off you're in chennai how are you sitting in the room with the fan off uh it gives, it gives us a, a sizzling sound from fan when it spins i don't want that to get recorded in the podcast oh god oh god my gosh okay sure so you know what let's let's so dedicated you know i know you are so dedicated you are probably one of the most dedicated guests have <laughs> okay you know what let me not keep you away from the fan any longer so dejeshwini uh, thank you thank you so much for doing this uh, you know what it was i wasn't expecting it to be very honest i was not expecting it but this turned out to be such a cute conversation uh, totally i can now totally see your illustrations in a different light altogether that i know you and uh, i i really really hope and i wish that you really take this freelancing journey forward and you you get all like every other children's books maybe you get to do right so uh, that, that's that's mm-hmm. definitely something i dream of so thank you so much for sharing your journey with us dejeshwini uh, yeah. lovely and uh, yeah so and and people listening please go check out her work i'm pretty pretty sure you will love it because again that's how cute her work is as well so thank you so much dejeshwini uh, it was a pleasure talking to you thank you thank you so much for inviting me to this uh, conversation this this is something that this the first time i'm opening up myself to um to 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 the world i guess Yeah, I uh, to art. It's okay. I've already shown, but this is the first time I am having this big conversation with a person. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm I'm glad I could do this. I'm glad I could do this. Thank you so much, Tejeshwini. Thank you.